Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. What about you? What about your last baby boo? The white dude. How do you know he's white? You told me. He's like, you know I'm dating white dudes, so (laughs) you better step your game up. You can't be coming around me with that broke shit. (laughs) He, He was actually white, but surprisingly, he didn't, like, he acted black, so he, like, felt like, he really didn't feel like I was dating a white dude until after the relationship, and I was, like, looking back, and I was like, no, he was definitely, like, white, like, <laughs> but in it, I was like, oh, like, this is, like, what, whatever he showed me, like, was what hmm. I, like, yeah, I mean. So, do you mostly go for dudes who act black in some way, or yeah. is this just by chance you were with a white dude who was acting black by your definition? <sighs> I don't think I have that, like, specific preference. I I don't know. Like, I think the look, though, like, because I am, like, kind of into, like, white boys. So his look was, like, nice. And even what he threw on top of it, like, kind of like the black swag went on his side. It was like. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I'm so grateful that you will admit that. Because so many, so many black women will never say, yeah, you know, there's something cool about the white look. It seemed like the most evil thing in the world. No, I don't think so. I think, honestly, like, sometimes you just get, like, primed towards, like, and at different, like, stages in your life, you could be, like, primed towards different, like, you know, races and stuff. But I feel like, I don't know, definitely since coming to Davis, like, you just get primed, like, like, just, I don't know. It was, like, so This was a Davis dude? No, he was, he was back home, but... Merced? Yeah. Merced. Shouts out to Merced. And you really? see Merced. You're real school, right? Oh <laughs> You're homeschooled. That is supposed to. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really affiliate with. Because I, I live in Merced right now. But I'm definitely, like, you know, from Stockton. Like, people ask me, like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, like, you know, Stockton. Like, because. <laughs> I mean. It sounds not, cooler than Merced. Not, like. I mean, that's true, too. But if I said I'm from, like, that wouldn't be true. Like, I'm not, I mean, we're out there, like, the past year and all, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's an interesting thing is where are you from? Because you kind of, it means, it can mean so many different things. Is it where you're born? Is it where you kind of feel like your identity was solidified? Is it the last place you've been, the place you've been the longest? Ah. (laughs) Where are you from? I mean... Now, for me, Pasadena is simply because a lot of dope stuff happened while I was in Pasadena, and I was there for a long time, and I was born there, so it's just, they're all the same thing. But for a lot of people, man, you travel, Uh and Uh it's like, you know, it's it's different. I know this girl who uh, spent some time in Singapore, Mm -hmm. and spent most of her time in Silicon Valley, but identifies as from Brooklyn. Oh, um, I don't know if certain like ones like count though. Like people can't. I well, mean, she spent time in Brooklyn. Okay, I mean, I'm, but it's just you know, it was funny hearing that. Like, wait, what? Didn't she? Have you been in like <laughs> Mountain View or something for the last umpteen years? All right, I guess you're from Brooklyn. Yeah. But now I see it more. The more I got to know them, oh. the more I see like, oh, it's because the things that you fucking hate about Mountain View. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like there are differences between. The way oh. this person operates and the average person from Mountain View operates. So they're like, nah, fuck that. I ain't from here. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, bitch. I wonder if, like, 
just throughout knowing someone, you could really see though too, like where they're really from. Like and if, like I don't know, they even know it. Like someone could say like, oh, I grew up like in Alabama or whatever, and it's like, oh, you like act like seem like you know you're from there. Like you have a little bit of an accent, like twang. Like I don't know, like. I don't know, sometimes, like, cities can reflect who you are and stuff, but... It's crazy to think about what Davis is, because it's, it's such a, like, ah, like, there's nothing really of deep character, in my view, mm. to Davis. It seems kind of like, it's just, it's just supposed to be a place where <laughs> nothing really is too scary. Mm. Like that's kind of like everybody like you can be fairly safe here like you don't have to worry too much about something popping off here that's true <laughs> they definitely like to give to that image yeah i mean like, i know a guy who worked pizza delivery for several years in davis mm. and he said there's only two people in davis there's a student and the rich white person that's it <laughs> yeah. there's nothing in davis oh, that is honestly that's so true like and it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of messed up a little bit to, to like, really wonder. Like, because sometimes people are here just to, like, chill. And if, like, not affiliated with the school or, like, you know, already, like, made. And it's like, you kind of wonder, oh, like, what are you doing here? But, I mean, that's their, you know, like, business. They're, like, whatever they want to do. I don't life. But... Well, it's weird that it's a bike city. That's one of the things that kind of makes people, huh? What? Um, it's like oh, everybody's on bicycles. You see people. Now, here's something. Is it safe to be on the side of the road with a fucking bicycle and a baby being carried behind? You know, that can't be safe. That can't be. Like, how is that okay? I you should have to have some some more protection around that baby. I do see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely like, I don't know, like natural out here. I don't know whatever the fuck that means but people definitely are like on the more adventure side and whatnot but there's hummers and shit dipping by the baby oh god you have like splashed on his face you know like the college like students like frats like speeding I don't know past them and like packed vans I don't know drunk people football players Uh, volleyball players there's a lot that goes on honestly like joggers are dangerous sometimes to babies that's Possibly. true. They're definitely on the back, like holding on for sure. But no, yeah. that's funny. It's a weird place. Yeah. When you think about your life, you know, beginning, the end, the middle. What's what's the meaning? What what is the purpose? <laughs> wow, that's pretty. You know, I'm like I'm like in a. I don't know, stage right now where I really am, like, figuring that out. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a weird spot right now, like, and I I don't really know, like, what you I'm... You just sp- graduated, right? Shouldn't you have some kind of uh, optimism about the future? You're a Honestly, black person with I, a degree. I kind of, like, to be honest, like, don't, like, or didn't, don't, I don't know if it's, like, I don't know. Like, I had my grad this past weekend, and it was, like, kind of not fun, like, to me. What? It just was not, like, fun. Like, I ended up just having to, like, smoke right before that shit. I was like, dude, I just woke up. You just, like, wake 
I just woke up kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know the word for it, but it was just like too, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I got, I got through it and I'm here now. And yeah. So let's go back a little bit. (laughs) You're a little baby. I'm sure you're growing up in a family. The fact that you're at Davis, you're growing up in a family where they're telling the baby, okay, you need to, you need to be a doctor or a lawyer or something. You need to go to college. And you're just nodding your little baby head. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I I understand. This is my obligation to the family. You get into college. You choose a major. What major again? I think you told me it was psychology. Mm-hmm. Okay, you choose psychology. The number mm-hmm. one major. We're number really? one. Really? You think so? It's is number. I think most people who go to college, <gasps> it's either that most people who go to college major in psychology, or mm-hmm. it's that if you look at which major has the most people with psychology, oh. it's probably the second. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, it's mm-hmm. a great, it's a great thing to study. Obviously. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> you major in psychology. You go through yes. all the classes, the bumps, the bruises. Did you enjoy going through psychology? Honestly, like, I kind of, like, loved it, too. I I really loved, like, learning and, like, I think I kind of like being in, like, the Mm in-between. I don't know. But whatever. The in-between as in you're going through classes, but you don't have a specific direction or something like that? Yeah, I'm going through, like, I'm headed somewhere. Okay. But you know what I and it's what you're supposed to do, so you're like you're on the right track. And honestly, you could do whatever in between while kind of still on that track. I feel like being a student is like it's like one of like you know the best parts too of you know just like life. I feel like there's a lot of shit you can get away with. Like what? I mean, you can get away with like just not doing shit. Like you could not do shit. Like, we still maybe do, like, your homework and, like, your head is, you're in school, like, you're in college, like, you know, like, you can, you can get away with shit, I feel like, just, I feel like morally, too, honestly, like, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I feel. Well, it's, it's definitely not the same pressure Mm -hmm. as a nine to five job. Yeah. Where it's like, 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 the, and plus the things that you have to do are things that you probably want to do, or at least a lot of them are. Like, mm. some of the worst shit you have to do is writing essays, maybe late at mm-hmm. night. But think about it. You get to learn how to express yourself better. I think it's true. <laughs> so it's like you ultimately benefit from all the shit that's even the most annoying shit you have to do. It's something that benefits you a lot of the time. So it's like, well. How bad is it? Meanwhile, people are laying bricks and just sweating all day. Stuff that they really don't want to do, but they have to. Yeah. I think I think that's a crazy, crazy, crazy lucky thing. It that, is. Like, some people get to do that. You know, I think that's true. And, like, I know, like, we definitely like to complain about it. Like, complain about Who, it. Who, me? No, it's just, like, college students in general. <laughs> like... Like, like to, I don't know, complain about homework and, like, not enough sleep. But I think in the back of, like, honestly, everyone's, like, mine. They, like, like kind of like that joke. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but, like, 
I do. And like when you're stressed, like college stress, like oh, you, it's okay, like to be. Yeah. Well, and people don't realize that they would other they'd be stressed anyway. Like it's not yeah. like you know if they weren't in college, everything would be all smooth sailing. They'd <laughs> be probably yeah. more stressed. You're oh right. man, I'm so stressed out, man. Like, dude, you're you would have been stressed out no matter what the fuck you would have been doing. You just would have been stressed out about something else. You're right. Like now, like if I'm stressed, like that's like life stress. Like that's I don't know, like. I don't know. College is like you can be stressed, and that's like life, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe I haven't had enough like stresses outside of like college to know that. But well, they're gonna come. You think? Oh, I yeah. feel like they already came. Like now that you've graduated, like, ooh, ooh. I'm really asking people like, what are they like doing? Like, because I might just like follow exactly like that. Like, I, I, you know, could be. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a interesting part of life. Okay. So, you're in college. You're in the in-between. You're enjoying <sighs> it, you know. Parties. Parties, sure. Before the parties, what well, was it about psychology specifically that kind of turned you on or lit a spark? Did you have specific career goals in mind or you wanted to explore? What was going on? Like, you know, I, before psychology, honestly, I feel like I've always, I've always been like psychology and wanted to be psychology, but there's, there was a point in life when I wasn't, I was like either, I've been like sociology, I've been like, Uh oh, I've been like, on record, I'm a hater (laughs) of sociology. Are you really? Why is that? Because it's fake. You know, it's not fake. <laughs> it's it's, it's taught I mean? me a lot, honestly, about certain just, you know, a couple of things. It's taught me a couple of things. No, it's not fake. I think it's just um, there are more efficient ways of talking about certain things. Uh, okay. uh, like almost everything in sociology is better explained outside of it, in my view. <laughs> okay. You know, like, I'm, I'll probably tell you yeah, that, like, most of the sociology classes I took, I... I don't know. It was, I don't know. I, I didn't do well in, like, surprisingly. I actually failed, like, a, a good portion of my sociology classes. I don't know why, but, yeah, there's probably only one good class, and it was, like, social, like, stratification. Not really, like, she was a good teacher. She was a really good teacher. And, like, that just kind of opened my eyes to, like, like, even issues like that that's happening because I only went in it for like social work like because I wanted to be a social worker and yeah but it was nice to dabble in a little bit okay so you were in these other disciplines and you didn't like them something went wrong in all the other ones yeah yeah it's yeah it's true um and I used to be kinesiology too, but that was in CSU Monterey Bay. Like that was a totally different like block of like life that happened. But yeah, I, that's pretty far off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but in the back of my head, I always knew like, oh, psych, and what got me into psych um, was really actually a, a certain like it sounds cliche, really, but like a, a certain like professor that did 
And I was like, you know what? Like, honestly, I feel like, like there, I don't know, is really no other like major to like for me that I could do. Cause like, if I'm in biology, whether I'm in like engineering, whether it's like some other major, I'm always going to be thinking in the back of my head, like, how my mind is even processing this, like, these subjects. It's like, so it's like, you know, that's how I feel about it. It's like, might as well go into it. So I did. <laughs> okay. How is your mind processing those? Did they, did they teach you that in psychology? I feel like, no, I feel like everyone kind of, like, does it I don't know what and like it's so weird that psychology had to like teach me this too but like you don't know what other people know like I don't know like it it sounds pretty straightforward but like if but like to apply it in situations where like you're with a friend and you guys are together like and I don't know you're like awkward or like your your feelings are like I don't know like so um I forgot where I was going, but that's fine. So yeah. in psychology, the big draw is yes. that you know. No, by the way, this is a big motivation for me too when really? I make a lot of decisions. Is that you know, no matter what decision you make, you're going to be wondering and worrying about oh shit that other one. I think I think that's true. I mean, some people definitely like think more than others. I feel like I'm. Again, I don't know that because you don't know what other people, like, know. And, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get, like, so into it. <laughs> I don't want to, like, I can get, like, like too deep in it. But uh, I think you should, you're, you might be a little shallow right now. You, really? I think deeper might be better at this well, point. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that sense. But um, Okay, here's a question. What does it mean to think? What it means to think, that is, a, that's a pretty deep question. But you're a psychology graduate. I'm a young right. quasi-philosopher. I've given this some thought. You've given it some thought. So what is thinking? I think thinking, like, it, like what it even means to be, like, conscious, like, honestly. Like, um, which is crazy because, like, I I don't know. Can I throw something out there? What? I think that a lot of the things you're curious about, and this is similar to what I said about sociology. Mm. It might not be obvious, but mm. a lot of these things that uh, you're curious about might actually be logic puzzles. Mm. Because, so for instance, one of my favorite examples of this is color. Mm. So color is very much a part of our human experience. Mm. And for a long time, people could argue well, color is fundamentally artistic. It's, it's, it's about emotion. It's about perception. It has nothing to do with logic, right? But then after some time has gone by, we have physics developments. And one of the things that has been found in physics is that mm. wavelengths of light mm. correspond to different colors within a certain frequency range. So within the visible light spectrum range, if you have mm -hmm. longer wavelengths, then you have redder mm. colors. And if you have shorter ones, then you have more purple colors, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Violet, purple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So really, now, if you don't know much about waves, just think, you know, mm -hmm. like an ocean wave goes up and down, right? Well, 
when it comes to waves, there's certain things that are always present, and one of them is length versus frequency. So length is how long from the top of one wave to the top of the next. Pretty simple. Frequency, a little weirder, but it's yeah. saying if you time the waves, how fast are they coming in, basically? How frequently do you see the top of the wave? What? That's honestly all of that is like really crazy to me though. Just think of it moving. You just shift it over and but say like, how fast is it? How is like what like what I'm looking at right now? I like sometimes it's like hard to like understand how this is like scientifically like everything we could like see or like do is like Right. So I would argue a lot of physics addresses some of these psychological uh. curiosities that you have but it's not obvious that you would go to physics for that you'd have to be in physics to see like oh wow this is actually very fulfilling from a kind of uh soft science perspective from a from a kind of humanistic perspective but you have to be in it to get that it's it, it's very rare that people Shoot. talk about those types of things um through the lens of the hard sciences but i say all that to say when I ask, what does it mean to think? I'd say that's another one of those things where mm. it's an experience. So people assume, oh, well, I have to go to psychology to understand that. I have to go to, you know, um, this, mm. I have to go to that. But it might just be pure logic can give you the deeper insight in some of the time at least. Or at least help you make some headway in answering that question in a way that is not immediately obvious, you know. That's true. Do you feel like the like kids in these physics classes are like really are trying to apply it like that, or are you still like most? Just... No, not at all. No, no, I'd say probably the maybe twenty five percent from what I've seen. But then again, I didn't go to a top tier university. Maybe if you went to, you know, the MIT physics department or math department right. or whatever or Princeton, then it would be a higher percentage of people oh. who are just generally curious. And many of the top oh. performers in physics are generally curious. But then there's wow. other things where, you know, you can get someone who's only interested in computers, for instance. That happens a lot, too. There might mm. be a lot more of those people than there are people who are saying, you know, what is the meaning of meaning? And they're studying physics. But, there's, but the top performers are usually like that. Oh, that is crazy. Honestly, that sounds like you could get into some pretty crazy stuff when you have, like, a curious, like... You know, person like that. You could. <laughs> I've never really thought of it like that. Like, that's so true. I mean, the shit is deep. You know what I'm saying? That is deep. Honestly, I'm thinking like, you know, psychology is like, but honestly, psychology too is even so like abstract. Honestly, like sometimes that like, probably physics or some harder like science can really like. By the way, hard science, I think, um, I don't think it's more difficult. I think it's just yeah. that the standards are more strict. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Like, yeah. When they say, like, I don't know, when I think hard, I feel like more, like, concrete and a hard, soft. Yeah. But I, people do, like, feel like STEM is, like, Oh, like your STEM, like you must be like so smart, like must be so. Yeah. I think yeah. the classes are difficult. You think, yeah. But I don't think the material itself is more difficult. So one of the mm. big things to me that's like the most obvious way that 
you can fuck up the material in a class is timing. Mm. So if you just learn something on your own, at your own pace, there's no time requirement. You just move on to the next level. Like think of a martial art. You move on to the next level when you're ready for the next level. But if you were to time a martial art, yeah, it would be harder because it's like, okay, you got to be a black belt by this time. Wait a minute. What if I'm not ready to move up? Well, that means you just fail and then you don't get to move on. Well, that's fucked up. If you just give me more time, give me one more month and then I'll be ready for the next level. No, Mm -hmm. you need to do it in time. So the timing can fuck up the material because in class, now you have a, a time limit in addition to things that maybe are pretty far away from your normal intuitions. So any, like in my view, the thing that makes physics and math quote unquote more difficult Mm -hmm. is just one word, intuition. That's it. And intuition, it's like naturally, what do you think Mm -hmm. versus what's true? Sometimes they're the same Mm -hmm. thing. Sometimes what you naturally think is true, but the farther and farther out you go, the less likely that's going to be the case. It has nothing to do... Your, your imagination is basically a model of the world that you've been exposed to so far. But mm. as soon as you go beyond that world, a lot of that shit that's in your head doesn't matter. Like, just think about going from one culture to another. Mm. Oh, this is the way we set the table here. Okay, try that in a new place. It might not be the same way, right? So there's nothing about what you're doing in your house that should dictate what anyone outside of your house is doing. It's just a different culture. That's true, too, in the physical universe. For instance, stars. Have you ever been inside of a star? No. So as, if you're trying to imagine what's going on inside of a star, your intuitions are going to be wrong, probably. Oh, my God. Do you think there's like really stuff going on? Like, Oh, yeah. There's oh definitely stuff going on inside of stars. What is <laughs> But it's going to be hard for you to imagine. So anyhow, what is, why is intuition the one word that separates it from that from everything what else? What is intuition? It's like whatever you naturally think mm-hmm. is true. It's, uh, you can think of it like your default settings when it comes to certain things. Like here's an easy one. If I were to roll a ball, does it come to a stop? Yeah. The real answer is no. The intuition <laughs> really? is yes, right? So the, <laughs> the real answer is it doesn't stop unless there's a frictional force. But in our, in our normal world, ground? yeah, the ground, right? In our normal world, there's always a frictional force. But there are situations where you can roll a ball without a frictional force, and then it never stops. Is that so? Yeah, like in space, you throw something. If you throw something so? in space, if you throw something up, does it fall down? Yeah, because we're in a gravity field. But if you're not in a gravity field and you're in space, you throw it, does it come back? No, it just keeps going in that same direction until some force acts on it. But we're in an environment where we're, it's always acting on us. So, you know, if you're black, you go by, uh, you're driving a car and a police is behind you. Are you going to get stopped? Yes. <laughs> but that's not generally true. That's true. <laughs> the answer is actually no it for feels, most people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just true for you because you're always black. That's true. And that's like goes back to like. Your yeah. intuitions about police are wrong. Huh. That's true. You're, you have the, well, they're right with respect to you. Uh-huh. So, Being I mean, a black yeah. person behind the wheel, but not uh-huh. in general. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, too, it dates back to like whatever like social media is like, or not social media, regular like media is like, you know, puts in your head. I don't know. Like, so it's all like perspective, really, everything sometimes. Well, the problem but, with it is in physics, there's nobody who's telling you about mm-hmm. There's no social media for the black hole. 
So the, the thing that you're trying to learn about, there's nothing in your normal world that will inform you except other physics. <laughs> so it's like you just have to you just have to rely on the stuff from that subject. That's the only thing you can rely on. Nothing from your life is going to help you. But we need people like other people to like figure out these like other like physics things going on. Yeah. Like, so we like ah, I can understand. But it's eventually we, you reach the point where nobody knows and then you can only rely on the physics. All right. How yeah. do I don't know how do like people like figure out these things? I don't know like forces and like gravity. I feel like it should be almost impossible. I feel like like you and me are like sitting here, like looking around, like what could we use? I don't know what would we need to figure out like how far like i don't know a ball i like, will like how do these people do it so yeah. what what most people do in most disciplines in college what the way information is figured out is basically by asking someone else right like basically there's somebody at the end of the chain who knows and then you just keep asking till you talk to them right and how yeah. do they know well hopefully they did something to figure it out but in the sciences, what's different is you're not talking to people as your central thing isn't, in theory, talking to people. It's running an experiment. And the universe is talking to you through the experiment. Oh my God. So, the, so basically you're saying, how is the world? Then you set up an experiment where the world has to show you how it is. You're not asking someone, hey, what do you think about that? No, you're saying this experiment, if it's set up properly, the world will have to show me. The universe oh will have God. to show me how it is. There's no other option. <laughs> the only option is it either does this or this. So whichever one it does, that is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And an ex- ex- thinking in terms of experiments changes the game because now you're not going off of credibility. You're not going off of trust. You're not going off of another human liking you or not liking you. You're going off of pure data and mm-hmm. pure experimental setup. There's so much work that goes into how do we set up this experiment? So when you go through the program, you learn about previous experiments that have been set up True. that led to the results that we know today. Wow. So then by the True. time you finish, you have a good idea of like, oh, these are all the things that have worked in the past. So mm. if I want to find something out, then I'll just use one of those strategies. Like uh, one of the recent ones, I'm going to butcher this, but it's pretty cool. Mm. One of the recent ones was the discovery of gravity or the kind of proof of gravity waves so uh <laughs> yeah so it's uh, long story short mm-hmm. gravity can you know there can be ripples of gravity <laughs> mm-hmm. and so again how would you know who do you ask to find out well are these things actually real or is it just bullshit right mm-hmm. you set up an experiment so one of the experiments that i thought is pretty cool to imagine is it involves lasers or just beams of light so light travels at a specific speed mm-hmm. and space time bends so that the, and these, these might be new mean? concepts but <laughs> just hear me out <laughs> <laughs> like you really okay wait wait wait, wait, wait. okay out. okay this is what i mean light light goes at the same speed no matter what now what this, speed is that it's just the speed of light. It's about 3.8 times 10 to the something. The only speed I could compare that to is a car going 60 no, miles per hour. Car, no, a car, 
it's a car. It's not even. It doesn't even come close. So like, but if I were to translate that into a car, go like pew, like that's it. That's the speed. No, it's way faster than that. It's just unimaginably fast. Okay, just imagine like instantaneously they could shoot through the universe. I mean, it's really, really fucking fast. Okay, the point is, light goes at the same speed, and. Mm-hmm. Space actually bends depending on, you know, <laughs> depending on a number of factors. Space? So, like, the space between the two of us can move closer and farther, but we would experience it as a constant distance because our ruler would also change size as the space moves. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just the setup. Do you feel like, wait, I have a question, like, glasses, <laughs> when they bend... Are they bending anything? Light. Yeah, they're bending light. Okay. <laughs> it's funny how they set up this fucking machine. Yeah. That was a really long, I think it's like a mile long in one direction and a mile long in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And they shoot light and it bounces off of a mirror and comes back. All right? What? <laughs> now, mm-hmm. now, now they know. They know the speed of light. So... Based off of the timing, mm. they can figure out how much space-time has bent within that mile long or whatever the fucking distance is of the thing. So how do you detect the gravity wave? You oh. look for changes in space-time. Wait, so you're saying like gravity equals like the speed of light, like time something with space is gravity. <laughs> what I'm saying is they're all related. Okay. They're all related. So if you can measure a difference in one of them, you could make a statement about the other. But the only thing that's actually consistent throughout the whole thing is the light speed. Okay. Wow. Anyhow, that's an example of the type of thing that physicists, you know, get excited about. It's like, oh, how do we design something and actually build it so that if there are gravity waves, we Mm -hmm. will detect them. And it turns out they were detected like some amount of time ago, maybe a couple of years ago. But, uh. Like, like the speed of light? The gravity waves. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Like, the ripples in space time that they were trying to, you know, see you if know, that would happen. Who's, I, I know Isaac Newton discovered, like, something. He, he wrote calculus. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I think he did, like, gravity or something. I don't know. He but, asked questions about, uh, why doesn't the moon fall? So if I can drop an it's apple, gravity. how come the moon is still staying up there? It's gravity, right? Yeah, but shouldn't it just fall on the Earth? Wait. Wait, <laughs> what happens when like an astronaut falls off the moon? Straight up. Well, Straight up. They don't, well, the moon has what its happened? own gravity field. You get stuck to the ground just like you, you get stuck here. Yeah, you do. Yeah. If he, it's just a if lighter. If he ran and yeah. jumped off the moon. No, it'd be like trying to jump off of Earth. It's not going to work out for you. you just fall back to Earth. But you can't, like, what is the end of You have to Earth? have an escape velocity. You have to be going fast enough so that it doesn't, it, pull, it doesn't pull you down as fast as you're going up. So you just get like, okay, that makes sense. Because I feel like, oh, can you imagine if you were to like just fall into like space? Like, I don't know if you've seen, um, it's called Gravity, actually, I think, with um, a very famous actor. And it was Amy. Sandra Bullock. 
No, not that. No, actually, that is Gravity. Oh, it's called Inter- Interstellar. Interstellar. I, I saw both of them. Have you seen that? Yeah. I don't remember Interstellar, though. That was, yeah, that was deep. But I I do get, you know, chipped up on that sometimes, too. Like, stars or the moon, like, even tonight is nice. But, yeah. Why doesn't it fall? It does. It does? Mm-hmm. <sighs> What do you mean? It just falls around the earth. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, see that's it. It's not it's like not an orbit? obvious thing. It's not an intuition that we have because we're so <laughs> small tired. and we're going so slow that we would never fall around the earth, right? Unless we had an escape velocity. Mm-hmm. But for the moon, it is. So if you think about it, when you throw something, it goes in a loop, right? Well, if you, the idea is if you just throw it far out enough, when it goes in the loop, by the time it comes back down, it'll already have passed the edge of the earth. What is the edge of the earth? What, what I mean is, that's a bad way of saying okay. it. Okay, there what, is none though, right? No, if you think of it as a circle, the earth as a circle, if yes. you're looking at it just flat, <sighs> when you throw something, it falls up and goes down, right? But it falls up and goes down on the circle. I, I don't know what like van, like point. Van okay, this, this is the Earth. You're looking at it this way. When you throw something into the air, it falls <gasps> down. <laughs> but if you throw it, if you throw it high enough in the air, when it falls down, it'll just fall around. Wow! Really? Is yeah. that what orbit is? That's like what orbit is. Satellites? Maybe we have some satellites in an orbit. We definitely have satellites in an orbit. You can download my podcast. <laughs> By using the uh, internet that is uh, oh my God. in some way connected to those satellites. In really? Orbit. Yes. I'm very interested. I want to hear more about like things here. Tell about me the about worst it. majors, engineering, physics, and math. Let me tell you some math stuff because no. I feel like math stuff is the true, like, You're so right. it's the true gem amongst all this other stuff. Because it's so fucking, it's, it's, it's so far off. Like, there's no way in. There's no way into math except math. But once you're into it, then you realize, oh, this is actually mm-hmm. just as exciting as the rest of this book. You keep yeah. looking over here. I feel like somebody's about to run in no, this house. No, I, do I? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, what the spot. fuck? No. What the fuck is going on behind me? No. This game, no. Okay. Okay, so, uh. <laughs> Where was I? Okay, so Newton wrote uh, calculus. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of calculus? You know anything about calculus? I took pre-calculus. Can I just tell you the? Can I spoil it for you? Mm-hmm. There's only two ideas in it. What do you mean? There's only two things. Everything is based on two things. Mean, yeah. So you know how in geometry you have different shapes and you can find oh, yeah. the perimeter and area and stuff like that. Yeah. Calculus is just geometry with stuff moving. What is calculus? That's what it is. It's just geometry with stuff moving. But... Uh, arguably, it's algebra with stuff moving, but I prefer to think of it as geometry. You mean like motion? Like motion? Like Yeah, so, so you know how to find like uh, the area of a circle. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine the circle was growing. That's calculus. You know, honestly, like, I still kind of don't understand what calculus is, but... I'm 
Well, wait, just stick with the what? one example that I give you, okay? You okay. have a, you have this, and you want to find the area, and you know the radius. I know. Ge- okay, that's geometry, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Calculus is geometry. Okay. But things are moving now. So that's... So now, instead of trying to find the area of this circle, the radius is growing over time. Let's say it grows by one inch per second. Mm. Then you could say, in calculus, what would be the... Um, well, if I okay. give you the rate, you could say what would be the um, the area at this time? Oh, in the future. Yeah, or what was the area in a past time? Oh. Or you could say given, given, or what is the total area? Uh, what is the total change in area over these two time periods? Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, it's growing at one inch per second. Fine. At 900 seconds, it's a certain area. And at 10,000 seconds, it's a certain area. What's the difference in those areas? Right? So that would be closer to, and that's not exactly a calculus problem, but it's closer to the types of things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's just normal geometry stuff plus motion. Or normal geometry stuff plus this or plus that. That's so true. I wonder why they, like, never tell you that. Because they're full of of some sheep shit. I'm telling you. It's not really about... It's like I said about the timing. It's not really about getting people to understand things. It's just trying to fit things in these boxes that don't really... They're not really the best boxes to fit things in. You don't do martial arts on a schedule. You do it... You move when you're ready to move. That's the only real way to learn. So anything other than that... Okay, you got to move on to this. It's like, dude... You're not going to incur that. People aren't going to learn. And mm. what do we have? Most people don't learn. Mm. It's not because it's impossible to learn or it's even hard to mm. learn. It's hard to learn under these bullshit constraints. Mm. You know, it's hard to learn when people are adding in extra stuff that's not really a part of it. Mm. So, you know, that's another thing. Another thing is teachers, pretty, teachers are pretty bad. I really think. Yeah. You don't have to be good at teaching to become... A teacher. You have to be good at research to become a teacher. Uh, so it's like, okay, uh, all the people who are good at teaching, if they don't go into research, if they don't get maybe, a PhD, uh, then they're not going to, the whole generation is going to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially probably at like this school too. It's definitely, you know what I realized? Like I, I heard a lot about, oh, it's research scores until like almost every single class I had like a year in, they were like, showing like their research or had their name in it i'm like these like teachers were like in the lab like <laughs> they were really in the lab like doing all of this stuff and so i mean that's i think that's pretty like intense honestly but i think for psychology maybe the researchers mm. are better teachers but for math that's definitely not the case why not because there's nothing about math research that trains you at all in, in teaching there's there's the type of communication that you're doing is with other experts mm. for the most part. Mm. When you're teaching, you have to imagine what it's like to not understand something <laughs> and then work your way up to your level of understanding. If you're only talking to experts, you never have to imagine what it's like to Jeez. not understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah, it's like if you're a rich person trying to teach a broke person how to become rich. You might be able to do it, but it'd be better if you'd been broke and came up. And then you teach it because uh-huh. you just like you have to know what it's like to be in that first position. 
That's true. But if you were always good, you were never in that position of the struggling student or the person who doesn't quite understand. So it's like, dude, you're one of the worst candidates, yet the only people who are quote-unquote qualified are all from this pool of people who I would consider some of the worst candidates and least qualified. Mm. So then you say stuff like, no, it's just moving geometry. And people are like, wait a minute, that does make sense. That is interesting. I do want to know about that. They're like, dude, that's what it is. No one's saying that because everybody's fucking, they're caught up in their bullshit. Everybody's, you you can never get the most, uh, in my view, high-level description unless you're just lucky and you run into somebody who's willing to break it down. Mm-hmm. And, and you, yeah. And that's just, it's just luck. Everybody who broke it down for me, it was just by chance. Really? For you? Yeah. Like, because yeah. I want to know, like, how, like, you kind of figured out, kind of, I don't know, stuff you know about now. Yeah. It was by force. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I gravitated toward it really in late high school. Really? And, uh, but I, I had a solid foundation in other areas. I was really big into, uh, speech and debate and, uh, I was getting into philosophy, so I was already into the logical disciplines. Um, it's a big part of the culture of my family, um, so it was nothing to transfer into math last step. But I would say getting into anything logic-based is the first step. And the law is a great stepping stone, and a lot of people do a mock trial. It's very interesting because trials are something that are engaging, like if you're trying to find out if someone's a murderer. Mm. It's very engaging because people care about that type of shit. People don't care about square roots. I do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but people care about like, hey, let's let's figure out a mystery. So mm. you have to make it fun mm. or useful. And then after that, then you can go into whatever you want. But like, mm. just mentorship. Mm. People seeing me as a young chef back in the days. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give this kid a shot. And, uh, you know, somehow or another it worked out. I just realized I didn't adjust this for you. Oh, no, it's fine. Is it supposed to be better? No, it's fine. It's good. Actually, because, yeah, I am kind of hunched. I'm just kidding now. But (laughs) I have have terrible back problems, too. So if I'm ever, like, yeah, I don't know. It's because I, like, I have the back of, like, a 60-year-old. Like, really, it's, like, sad. But is that something that you figured out with your kinesiology education? The sixty-year-old back, you I, did all the measurements. I I really had to like get out of that major because every, almost everyone in there was like fit with like water bottles or like flasks. And so like, what? Fuck them. I know, but I was like, you know what? I I have to walk the talk. Like I can't be. I felt like unhealthy, kind of, and I'm not. I try not to be too unhealthy, but like. I'm definitely not going to the gym like six, like seven times. <laughs> and they were really there, like in it. Yeah. And I wasn't. But what about the material? Did you like the material? I mean, these these are comments about the other students. You know, for kinesiology, like in general, honestly, like I couldn't even tell you because maybe for psych at that school I could tell you, but. Like that's, I, I I don't even remember like the course courses or anything. Like I think I was in it for like one semester, and I when you're not interested in it, I don't know, you just do it, and then you f- 
forget about it, but I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I was too, at that school, especially focused on the people, honestly, too. Mm. Or, like, not even the, like, the school, like, yeah, I definitely wasn't in the zone at that school, so it's like, you know, it was nothing really I felt, like, important to me. Even though I love, um, um, that school. Like, I love, like, CCMB. Like, um, I don't know, in general. Did you have any haters at that school? Haters? People who just, you know... You know, honestly, no. Like, I made it. I think, like, perspective-wise, like, too, it's like... I really... And I really... And I try to be optimistic, but was, like, digging my own, like, grave into, like, like making that school feel, like, not good. But people in general, like, I could have made, like, friends, too. Like, I had one good friend I hung out with. But, like, no, people, they were cool. And, like, I remember, like, the beach was right there, too. So, like, you know, like, we'd all, like, go down there sometimes or like but it just still didn't like feel right to me so like it really didn't even like matter like no matter how many people were like hey like okay like to me it didn't really matter so I just like I said like um I decided not to do much at that school and yeah but in general looking back on it like it was really fun and like well not really fun I meant like the people were kind of fun and like the opportunities could have been fun and stuff so yeah I felt very welcomed how was Davis friendship wise Davis friendship wise you know especially after you graduate this is a good time to kind of look back and compare the two experiences did you get better at everything or worse Uh, i feel like davis i got kind of lucky a little bit yeah um but i think everyone kind of fears like not making like friends or meeting anyone and they like just do like naturally i feel like leaving now it kind of confuses me, like, amongst, like, other things, too. Like, what people do or how people do to, like, still, like, rekindle and still connect. Like, I think it just happens, like, and it's already happening. But for me, like, I feel like it could be, like, just that anxiety, too, like, telling you, like, how are you gonna how are you gonna do it well how are you gonna do it like and it's being like done just like naturally but like always in the back of your head it's like you know um well it's easier we have facebook now back in the day you had to just make hundreds of phone calls now you just swipe down a page and you see a friend at a birthday party or whatever. See your yeah, friends. Yeah, but like you're not hanging out with bit. them. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, but you're on the map. You can be on the map you with very little effort, probably. I want to be like, I feel like, you know, there's Facebook friends too. And there's, you know, like really people you could like, like hit up. I don't know, like every other, I don't know, like day. Like I want 
friends, like, I don't want just, like, Facebook friends. I want, like, um, people in my life, you know, like, like, actually in it. And then, like, a few Facebook friends. But um, I think that's just going to happen naturally, too. Just how, like, I got here. It just all happens naturally. They say most of the friends in your life are the ones that, the friendships that you form while you're young. So, you know, friend up now because <laughs> you're going to be very lonely as a 60-year-old with a 120-year-old oh, no. back. By then, no, like by then, oh God, 100 yeah, by then, but um, you're right, but I feel like we're still like in our 20s, maybe 30s too, like people transition, like coworkers, I feel like if you're outgoing enough, you know. You could always have a few beers with some pals. I don't know, but that doesn't sound deep. That doesn't sound deep to me. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Have some beers with the coworkers. That sounds so like, I mean, that sounds like something I try to find more meaning in it, but like. Well, what would be the most meaningful way of connecting in your 30s, let's say? I feel like by then, like. You uh, hopefully like to have like a lover, kind of like someone you're like you know like a mate by then. Mm. Feel like soulmate, perhaps. Yeah, maybe by then you're trying to connect together with people. I feel like by then you shouldn't. It's not like for me. I'm imagining in my thirties, like alone, like seeking like friends but I think maybe naturally by then you're already with company and like you both try to like expand or like evolve like your outer like so um that might be a little more comforting I don't know I think it'll maybe it'll like work out <laughs> Why are you lying? Well, hopefully it does work out because if it doesn't then well it didn't work out I'm going to be alone yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> you know that's a thing yeah definitely you but you're a psychology major you'll figure it out you think honestly I feel like I should apply like what I've learned to more like circumstances like I feel like I should know a little, like, better than what I do. Because sometimes I, like, I don't. Like, mm. I'm very um, impulsive. I could be, too. I'm very, like, impulsive. Yeah. Like, so. That's not good sometimes, you know. Or you could take the uh, hard science, quote, unquote, approach and run experiments. That God, that sounds so boring to me, though, too. Like, research... Oh, it depends on what you're running experiments on. So what do you want to know? What question are you trying to answer? Like, if you're trying to answer the question, how do I maximize the number of friends that I have <gasps> as a 20-year-old? As a is that psych, really? Like, or is that hard science? You're thinking of it with too wow. many boxes, in my view. I think okay. you should just think of experimenting, period. Don't try to put it in any okay. category. Oh, and well, say experimenting is a technique that is used by the hard sciences. We use it too. But it is exactly that's what I'm saying. But it doesn't matter what you apply it to. That's true. 
So just run the experiment. Try to make more friends. Maximize. And have yeah. some metric for, for measuring whether or not you're maximizing, um, you know, the, the type of quality relationships that you would like to form. Yeah. But yeah. then you'd have to define what is a quality relationship that I want. That's true. You know, maximizing isn't always, like, the best, like... Well, whatever experiment you want. That's the I point. Want quality. You, fine. Math, then, how do you, then set that up and run it. <laughs> think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's... If, if you leave with nothing else, I think you should leave with the idea that, um, you know... One of the most empowering things you can do is run your own experiments because it's not based on trust anymore. You're not, you are the primary source for the information. You're right. Plus, That's if you set it up, something you actually want to answer, questions you actually want to answer, you're not going to be bored to death. You're going to be excited to have answers you're to right. those questions. Nobody right. else is determining what you're spending your time and energy doing in your experiment. You are. Mm hmm. That's true. You feel like, I don't know, I feel like I have a lot of, like, possible, like, selves I want to do and, like, be the, like... Try them out. You think? Like... Oh, yeah. I feel like there's that makes me, like, excited to, like, do it and do other stuff. And, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need like a boost to start doing that or something like different and I think I just need to like plan um just plan like yeah be aware of the risks you know what do you do what do I do I do a lot of things Ah, (laughs) that's true my most notable experiment of course is uh the one that resulted in me being the worst dummy oh That's, yeah, that's true. Which is basically the situation where uh, I saw that there was a there was a possibility for mm. some foul play. Mm. So I said, no, I can ask if there's foul play. Oh. Or I can just run an experiment where I will definitely know for sure, without a doubt, whether or not there's foul play. So I just ran an experiment. Turns out there was foul play. Oh. <laughs> so you, you quote that like experiment, huh? like that was like an experiment it was definitely an experiment it was well designed too i don't get enough credit for it you think oh yeah i wonder how like well you did think of that like we could go through it from a to z (laughs) if i showed you right now and broke it down there was no way you would have known what i was doing and you would agree that what i did actually answered the question undeniably Hmm. There's not even a shadow of a doubt now. And hmm. it protected me, which it was supposed to do. Yeah? Yeah. I hear, yeah, like a lot of that of it, I guess, you know. You, you'd have to go into all the details. You can't just skim over the top layer. You'd have to That's really That's probably go. what happened. Like, there's honestly like. No, 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 no. That's a part of the experiment. Being yeah. the mosaic domi uh. is an important part that has to happen in order for me to be protected. Um, I guess yeah. that. I mean, yeah, and it ended up working out. So Actually, much. I was talking to a guy the other day, and we went into this, and I realized this is the best. This is something that I realize is so natural for me hmm. that it's not obvious to most people. So uh, he said, yeah, you know, um, sometimes I, it would be nice. Like, sometimes what I want mm-hmm. is to make that person, is to make somebody else happy. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? That's what you want? I don't think that's what you want. Hmm. 
Mm. He said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, he was in a situation where uh, he had someone above him that Mm. was saying, hey, it would be very nice if you take on extra responsibilities. Mm. And he didn't want to take on those extra Mm. responsibilities, but he said Mm. yes because he thought he would make the other person happy. But then what happened? He bit off more than he could chew. He couldn't fulfill the responsibilities. So now the person is mad at him, not because he didn't do it or he didn't commit to it, but because he did commit to it, but he didn't meet his own commitment. So it's like, okay, I need three bagels. Okay, I can do it. And then he only shows up with two bagels. And I said, well, you said you could do three bagels. You only delivered two. Now I'm mad at you. So he said, yeah, you know, I just wanted to make him happy. I said, well, sometimes the right decision will involve other people not being happy. He said, no, I don't understand. He said, well, think about it. If you, let's say he actually wants three bagels. If you say you can deliver three bagels and you can't, there's no way you're possibly going to make that person happy. He might be a lot happier if you say, you know what? I can only deliver two bagels. Or you know what? I don't want to deliver any bagels. Because then you're meeting his actual expectations. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're not meeting them, of course there's going to be unhappy, right? The way this guy is imagining it, it's like, if I don't do this thing, then I'm going to be in a worse position. No, you're in a good position if you say, I can't do that. And then you don't do it. Because now what you're saying is consistent with what you're delivering. Before, you're biting off more than you can chew, and you can't do it. And it turned out he wasn't even even like cooking bagels. He liked making cupcakes. I said, dude, start a cupcake Mm. business. Tell people Mm. I can cook 12 cupcakes and then actually deliver to people who want 12 cupcakes. So don't say, well, I secretly want to do cupcakes, but I'll just say yes to bagels. No, say yes to what you actually want. Mm. Now, if he does get mad that you decided to go into the cupcake business, guess what? Mm. You're also making somebody happy. By going into the cupcake business. So why are you upset by that guy? Yeah. You're focusing on things that aren't even to your own advantage. Sometimes, look at any freedom fighter. Sometimes people were mad at those freedom fighters, right? I think we should have more equal rights. Fuck you. That's the norm. Sometimes it's supposed to be that people are mad at you. And you do what you have to do despite the people being mad at you. So it's not a failure if people don't like you. People not liking you or liking you actually has nothing to do with your goal most of the time. You want equal rights? That's what actually comes with it is that people are going to fight, right? Now, in my case, equal rights wasn't my interest. It was actually understanding details of the adjudication system, whether or not there was a punishment system. Mm -hmm. So whether or not there's any foul play. So are are people skipping steps? Are people looking at things they shouldn't be looking at, Mm -hmm. ignoring things they shouldn't be ignoring? Mm-hmm. What process, what is the due process if there is any? Mm-hmm. Um, are there any policies or procedures being violated as a regular thing? Are there any secrets being kept? All these things turned out to be true. Right? Like, so, it, so it didn't, so it wasn't even a waste of time, right? Oh, yeah. Plus, there was a safeguard if it was a waste of time, which is mm. just to say, oh, okay, no foul play. Great. I know. It's nothing bad about that. It's nothing bad if you have a restaurant inspection and there's no rats in the restaurant. There's That's nothing wrong true. with that. It's just a routine inspection. But if there are rats in the restaurant, guess who's going to be mad? The owner. We don't want this inspection. Look at this evil inspector. Look at it. Like, dude, I'm not an evil inspector. I'm here to look to see if there's anything here. Now, if there's nothing here, you shouldn't be worried. But if there is something here, of course you're going to hate me. That's the norm. Yeah. I mean... That's true. It just kind of sucks sometimes. 
No, it doesn't. Because if you're an inspector, you know that the restaurant people don't like it. And you know that certain people are going to have rats. Yeah. You really need that, like, esteem sometimes, too. Like, that self-esteem to, like, like, you know, be able to handle all that, I feel like. Because someone that's, like, insecure or, like, you know, someone that's, like, depressed or something has that perspective, like, ingrained that, like, oh... I don't know, everyone, like, hates me and, like... I've been paranoid. I had a psychotic break back in the day. I was in jail for a year. Who are you talking to? Yeah, so it's like, dude, I understand. You should be on my team, if anything. (laughs) Like, you didn't go through as much as what I've gone through for Mm. being paranoid. So don't act like I don't understand paranoia. I understand it more than anyone on the property. yeah. (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, that's that's chill. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, I'm a real chef. Relax. That's true. You're trying to paint it as a sheep and it's not working. Yeah. (laughs) Give them the sheep tactics. That'll work. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're not going to scare away the inspector. You're not going to scare away the journalist. It's just going to be more stuff to write about and more stuff to put in the report. Okay, I went in, I saw rats, and they tried to stop me from seeing the rats, which is worse Mm. than just seeing them. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Or in my case, voted out. <laughs> they voted out the inspector. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Which is worse than me just giving you a bad rating. Uh, oh, no. That's chill. That's, that's probably the that's the most foul play that it can get. I know, man. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of sucks sometimes. Like, people, other people, I don't know. Like, definitely, like, not everyone can be on the same page. So it's like sometimes. Well... There are detriments to a rumor-based adjudication system. Mm. You can't just use rumors as the prime evidence <laughs> to fucking banish niggas. That's not cool. Do you think that is the prime evidence like used? It is. Hmm. But it's yeah. subtle. The way that it's done is subtle. So you can do Very it. interesting. You can do it by using a, uh, a platform which says there are certain cases where rumors are better than facts. I wonder if, like, like this seems like group, I don't know, like, base, if there's, like, any, like, logic or, like, kind of, like, equation experiment that you could really, like, go through. Because there's always, like, there's a reason for everything. It's, like... Yeah, it's it's social psychology. Two things yeah. right off the bat. Obedience to authority go. and conformity. Yeah. Those two things alone explain everything that's happened. It's true. That, like, ugh, that's so interesting mixed with, like, I don't know if there's, like, what emotions are being, like, used. Like, is this fear? Is it, like... Amygdala. Your amygdala is a part of your brain yeah. that protects you. Yeah. Uh, it's the lizard brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the amygdala, the problem with it, though, is mm. that it, when it's too excited, it can make it difficult to critically think. So if you have a situation where everyone is primarily using their amygdala to make decisions, then you're going to have failures of critical thinking at the same time. So if you have conformity and obedience to authority, all you need is one person who's in authority to be primarily using their amygdala to make decisions, and then everyone else has to. That's crazy. Yeah, it's perfectly explained. It's not hard at all to understand. And it's beautiful to see in your real life. It is, actually. Whether, like, that's a good thing or, like, not. And you could blame a lot of, like, honestly, a lot of circumstances on 
you know, explanations, to be honest, which make it feel like, makes it feel better, like, a little bit, like, oh, this isn't just, like, people, like, you know, there's causes to, like, how people react the way they do. Well, the thing about it is, you have to understand, is Mm -hmm. this whole situation is an experiment. Mm -hmm. It's just not obvious that it is. So here's a way of framing Mm -hmm. it so that it's clear that it is. What would happen if we... What would happen if a group of people lived mm-hmm. like this? Mm-hmm. That's the basis of the experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just in general. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an okay. obvious example. Or here's an example that will kind of show you what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. What would happen if you had a society where, um, let me make up something random. Uh, what would happen if you had a society mm-hmm. where the most important the mo- where status was measured by hair length. Okay, and then you just let it evolve. That's a, that's a type of experiment mm-hmm. where it's very, very open-ended. You're only controlling one factor and you maybe run it a thousand times and you see if there's anything similar that emerges under those conditions. So, okay, we're going to have a society where hair length is the central metric. And then maybe you add in a second thing. Now we're going to put people in the society with their current hair length. Now, one prediction that I would make is that everyone would grow out their hair. Right? I would say if, if the length of hair is a central metric for status, almost everyone would have the longest hair that they could possibly have all the time. Do you feel like they do that like consciously or subconsciously? Like they don't know. Like they know that. I think it would be conscious. You think? Yes. You think? But is that standard that you put on by hair length is that again like a known yeah it's a known thing you're setting it you up think? yeah unless you set it up so that it's not known because i okay i mean that's true, true okay okay yeah i'm saying setting it up so that it's it is known by the people in the society mm-hmm. but that is the nature of what i mean by it's an experiment you know? mm-hmm. and the details of of this one one of them obviously is two people to a house what would happen but that's not the one I'm interested in, although there's mm. a lot of stuff there. Mm. Another one is mm. voting. Mm. If you use voting in a particular way, what follows from that? Mm. So there's things you can vote on. There's things you can do this. There's a lot of different ways that you can be empowered mm. through voting. Mm. But it's not something that's normal for most people's living situations. So mm. two of the big ones are neighbors vote you in, neighbors vote you out. Oh. Yeah, so what would happen if we set up a group where neighbors could vote each other in, or neighbors could decide who enters, and neighbors could decide who leaves? Mm-hmm. Well, I would predict that um, there would be some kind of a, uh, like, having influence on who is accepted would be very important. So mm-hmm. that would be one reason why you would want to kind of be... Uh, empowered and then a second would be having influence on who can leave would be important (laughs) if you if you want to have more control over that aspect of the voting then that would be something worth pursuing in that group and that's what has evolved here is that the the two most the two things that are the most you know fought for um are who comes in and who leaves you know so because if you can control the population, then it's it's a lot easier for you to do what you want. 
That's true. Especially if you don't want any any people saying no. Like if you could bring in all yes men, then you really can do whatever you want. If you bring in more critical thinkers or whatnot, it could be a lot harder for you to accomplish goals that you have. If if they disagree with you. I wonder, like, I was going to ask, like, what, like, parts of, like, society... Like that happens, and I think a lot. Like I just oh, realized lots, maybe so like many. cults. Maybe try to do. I don't know. Like, but yeah. whatever you describe, anything like, in actual politics is like that. Oh well, that's more subtle too, huh? Or what? I think it's more out there. You think? Yeah, I think it's more out there in politics. Uh-huh. People, uh-huh. people's motives are bad. Uh-huh. Motives are pretty out there uh-huh. <laughs> in politics. That's so true. to speak. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be pee. Go for it. You want to end it? We could. Okay. Time for the most important <gasps> the most question important in the question universe. In the universe. Slide or grind? <laughs> and what does that mean? Like what is slide, slide or grind? Oh. <laughs> you know, like. For some reason, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with grinding, but that that makes it sound whatever I say sounds like. The sliding for some reason sounds even worse. So I'm not gonna go with grinding. That's right. Thank you for your time. Oh my god.